Welcome to Mind, Body, and Soul Awakening, a show where we celebrate resilience and inspire transformation. Our guests share their stories of how they overcame a traumedy and turned it into a triumph. I am your host, Stars Tita. Get excited and let's have some fun. Also, you. I am Stars Tina, and I want to welcome you to the Mind, Body, and Soul Awakening Show. I am so excited, feeling so great today. And if this is your first time, however you're listening or watching, I want you to subscribe. I want you to share because it's all about sharing the greatness, right? When you come into our space, our goal is to change your mindset, to change the universe, to change the world for the greatness, because you are amazing. This is a mind, body, and soul awakening show. And when you come here, we like to give you all the tools, skills, and strategies to uplift your life. I have the gift to be able to push through traumaties. No more traumaties. If you're listening, repeat after me. No more traumaties. Yes, a traumaty is when the energies of a trauma and a tragedy collide. This can be pretty bad, pretty horrible. And when these two energies come together, life-changing experiences occur. And I truly believe we've all gone through them. It could be empty nest syndrome. It could be losing a job, losing a loved one. And there really aren't too many people that talk about this, that express how to push through the pain, right? But I've learned through years and years, I repeat, years of working and pushing through the pain to turn my traumas into triumphs. I have a book coming out in a couple weeks, so I'm feeling good. And this book has a section just for you. If you've gone through something and it's like, how do I push through? When you're ready to throw in that towel, well, this is where you, my, my book, my team, my tribe, we teach you to throw in the towel, and then pick it up, and then wave it around like you just don't care, and party to victory and realize you are strong. I want to invite you to embrace that pain. Stop running away from it. Family, stop running away because you're going to run, run, and run, and run, but guess what? It always catches up to you. I wish I could say it doesn't, but you got to know your roots and where it comes from. And today, each time you come into our space, I want to tackle Thing challenging. All right. Last season, I had special guests on here talking about how they change their traumas and turn them into triumphs. Right. But this season, my goal is to tackle some type of crazy, harsh situation I've gone through in my life. And then to tell you slash teach you how I got through it. So maybe you went through it or you know someone who did and you can tell them. So today I want to dive into the topic of domestic violence. And I'm going to begin by sharing a couple statistics with you. And if you did not know, on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. And it's usually intimate. And I say this because if you think about it, they say it's a thin line between love and hate. And I'm just giving you a little trigger warning right now. The conversation today may start off a little harsh, your heartstrings may be pulled, you may cry, but we're gonna leave you feeling amazing, all right? So as I mentioned, one in four women and one in nine men, whoa. Did you know that men experience this? They experience severe intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner contact sexual violence, and or just intimate, you know, partner, it's their intimate partner that does this. One in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence. Physical violence, what is that? That's getting hit, getting beaten. With, uh, uh, whew, I told you it's going to bring up a little something for you, right? One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner. I don't know about you, but these feelings, you know, I remember when I was younger, I took a taxi home from school. I lived in North New Jersey and I would take, I would do a lot of after school activities. 
and the, I had to take the public bus to go home. And remember one night I took a taxi and the taxi driver, I could just feel something wasn't right. And I'm like, let me out. And I jumped out the car of the taxi. I don't know where I was, but these feelings are really, really challenging. 19.3 million women and 5.1 million men in the United States have been stalked in their lifetime. Pretty heavy, right? And 72% of all murder suicides involve an intimate partner. 94% of the victims of these murder suicides are female. Whew. So I wanna share a very quick story with you. And I personally believe I could be wrong that this is sort of uh, passed on by generations. I know it's gonna sound kind of crazy, but uh, I know that my mother, when she was younger, she got physically abused. I remember her, uh, we moved from South Carolina and uh, she went to live with her boyfriend. And I remember she would come and visit us. Whew, I told you this would get heavy, right? And I remember seeing her with her eye, just like purple and black and blue. And whew. But she pushed through and she got out of that, right? But unfortunately, and I'm not saying it's because I saw it. I think it's something internally. It's like, I don't know, but I was in a few physical abuse relationships. And, you know, it can be physical, it can be mental. And last time we were on here, we asked the question, which was more harsh, the physical or the mental? And some people say the mental, I said the physical because I really didn't uh, go through mental abuse. But the one story, because there are so many, uh, the one story I want to share is the time where I really thought I was going to lose my life. And I was with a particular partner and we were together a long time. And I'm that person that I'm going to stick it out through tough, through thin, like I'm not giving up. You would think I was married in these relationships. Like, God, hold me here. And certain things have been drilled into your head since birth. And for my family, it's marriage is for life. Marriage is for life. You never leave. Now, I was not married to these men, but my thing is I'm not leaving no matter what. But this particular relationship, it was like going towards a downward slope, but I'm still holding on, trying to make it work. And I don't like locking doors. I don't know why I just don't like that. But this particular night, I am a thousand percent, 50 percent, bazillion percent, I locked the door because I was a little nervous. I'm asleep. And the next thing I know, I'm being awakened by hands on my neck as I'm sleeping in bed, just like literally choking me. And the thing that got me was a friend who was supposed to be a friend, a girlfriend, you know, she was downstairs. Uh, you know, she, I let her stay with me. And you know how you have those frenemies sometimes? I think she was a friend of me because, hello, dude, you hear me screaming upstairs? Are you going to run upstairs and come and help me? She didn't come upstairs, but I'm laying in bed literally. You know, I don't know how I got up and I had weights in my room. So I guess I was working out back then. And let's just say it was not a pretty sight. Uh, he ended up leaving, but that is one incident. And I say that to say that was the time where I actually went to the police and, you know, got a restraining order because there were instances before that that led up to that. Because usually you heard the statistic, right? What did I say? 19 point, I don't know, I said 72% of murder suicides involve an intimate partner. That could have been the night where I was a statistic. So like I said, we're going to keep this light. We're going to keep this heavy and light at the same time if there's a balance. And I'm going to bring on a co-host who I brought through. And her and I, I think the reason why we vibe so much is because we have so much in common. And I haven't even heard her domestic violence story yet. I'm hoping that she will share it with us and keep it, you know, keep it short. And I say this because sometimes people need to hear these things because they keep running away and running away. And we are here to show you that you can win after these desire, after these, I was gonna say desires, disasters. Without further ado, I want to bring up the one, not only the beautiful Coach Veronica. Woo! I gotta get you your own theme song, Coach Veronica. Hey, how you buddy? <laughs> how you so feeling today? You know what? Every day is a blessed day. The reason why, in for those of you watching, the reason why we can smile is because we were able to get through it. And I'm hoping that if you're going through the situation, I don't want you to think that you okay. You're supposed to smile through abuse. I want you to know that there is hope and light at the end of that tunnel. 
And that's what makes Sartina, you know, Sartina so awesome is that she provides the tools to actually get out of the situation, be happy and healthy. So she and I are able to be happy and healthy now because of God, because we have we support one another. We have a great support system in our tribe and because, you know, we follow the steps and tools. So now about the statistics, were you alarmed about the number? I didn't even know. I mean, I kind of knew men got, you know. Abuse and stuff like that. Were you shocked by that? What were your thought about the statistics I'm, when I mentioned? I'm not shocked. I think the statistics are actually off. I think there's a lot more men that go through abuse, but they just haven't reported it because men are supposed to be so macho. I think the the it's just a whole pattern that needs to be addressed. A lot of men go through a lot of sexual abuse and trauma as kids, and because it's just left unresolved, they grow up as men and they want to be an abusive. And I think women do the same. Women go through so much trauma as kids, and they don't want to be intoxic for the men in their relationships and marriage. And they don't want to be in just an endless cycle of unhealthy patterns. I love it. And as you're talking, I'm like, if you're watching this show, guys, we get these heavy topics. like, And it's like this one topic we can do for the whole month, right? But we're only doing it today, just today. <laughs> Would you be able to, do you want to share a personal story of yourself? I can. I can. Um, I've been in two relationships that were abusive and in both of my situations, I really didn't know my worth and my value. Um, at that time, I had a, a great relationship with my father, but you know, growing up, I'll be honest, I didn't have the relationship like you have with your mom. It was, she was very abusive and verbally and physically. Um, and I struggled with that. So I always felt like I just wasn't worthy enough or even recognize what healthy love looked like outside of what I had with my dad. And um, in my one, my last situation that I had, um, I always thought it was so sweet when a man says he loves you, no matter what size you are, right? I thought that was so beautiful at that moment. But I realized that, okay, um, it's beautiful at that time until you start to change and decide you want to be better for you. Not that, of course, it's beautiful to be, um, we're all beautiful, whatever size we are, of course. But for me, I wanted to lose weight. That's what I wanted to do for me. And I got punished for it. I think I was like 260. By the time I got down, he would work out with me. But by the time I got down to like 195, I started getting a lot more attention from men than what he was accustomed to. And that brought up a lot of insecurity with him, unfortunately, that I would leave, that he wasn't. I was good enough when I was almost 300 pounds, of course. But when I started looking like, okay, now I'm getting attention, um, it was a problem. So because he felt like he couldn't maybe not have full control of me, he started thinking he had to get violent to have control of me. And he would choke me. He would throw me around the room. Um, you know, he would he would actually laugh why he was abusing me. So um, it was a, a very traumatic time because in my mind, I started thinking, oh, my God, I need to gain this weight back or I'm going to lose this one person that loves me outside of my father. And so I started thinking, I'm like, do I need to start gaining the weight back? But I was like, no, I want to lose this weight. But it felt like the more weight I lost, the more I was punished for it, the more he would start. Oh, well, you're losing your butt. Oh, well, you're losing this. And it was like he was joking, but it was no. It was start making me figure out how can he like make me feel less than. <laughs> it, oh, your breasts are getting small. Oh, you know, it would not be like, really? Because I feel kind of good about myself. But I wanted his love so bad and I wanted a man so much. And I know a lot of women beat themselves up when people are like, why don't you just leave? Ladies or and gentlemen, it's a psychological thing. You really will think. Well, maybe he'll get better. Maybe he or she would get better. Maybe if I just, maybe if I could just be good enough, if I could just be a little bit more sexier, if I could just do a little bit, if I, it's always in your mind, you're always thinking just one more thing you can do to be enough. And it, it winds up dropping and lowering your self-esteem and it'll make you just not want to fix yourself up anymore. You don't, you start losing yourself more and more. So I got out of it. <laughs> Thank God. I pray that he is happy and healthy. Well, whoever he's with, that's not my business. Um, uh, quick question, because there's someone who's watching this right now, and I should have addressed it as well. How did you get out of that relationship? How did you, because there's women watching like, okay, I want to get out. I want to be better, but I don't know how, you know, I love him. There's no one else. Is there, a, a, was there one thing? Was it a few things that gave you the strength to actually leave this relationship? I reached my, well, I reached my, well, for me, the, the main thing for me is that the more you realize men and for women, the more you realize your actual value, like you may know you're a baddie when you look in the mirror or you, you got a you know education, a business, whatever. But when you're dealing with that, that's a great sign that you really don't know just how valuable you are. And a lot of times abusers, they actually can see how valuable you are. They know that you're, they, they know you're basically out of their league. Basically. 
and they will try to figure out how to lower you down because the worst thing they want is for you to actually realize you're out of their league. Not saying that anybody's better than anybody, but when a person is that insecure, and women do this to men too. When women know, toxic women know a man's out of their league, they'll try to figure out how to make him feel less than because that's the only way they feel like they can control him. When you really know your, your worth, and for me, that came from God showing me my worth. When I really saw valuable boys, I was like, oh my God, why am I settling for this? <laughs> and I started getting more and more attention, but I was starting to get attention from healthy men. Well, this is Atlanta. Some women, too, were hitting on me. But, <laughs> you know, uh, whatever floats your boat, you know, we, we are, you we know, this is the no judgment space for all of you watching. But you know, when you start finding a healthy man or woman, whatever you're into, that accepts you for who you are and it makes you happy and you're like you like you're not like dragging through the day you actually like excited to talk to other people you're like wait a minute, mm, i'm settling what let me step my game let me upgrade my, my options start tolerating you stop tolerating and for a lot of women competing over this woman got him, that woman got him. if a man or woman wants to leave you for somebody else let them go do their thing it's, you don't need the stress and the headache just say god bless you both do what makes y'all happy Work on yourself, get yourself, you know, work out, do whatever you got to do to upgrade and do your glow up and then find somebody that just don't make you feel like you got to be in that situation. I love it. I love it. Ain't nobody got time for that. So if you're watching this right now, we're talking about domestic violence this week, how to get through it. I am Stars Tina. That's Coach Veronica right there. And if you're watching this and you're like, I need help, I need help. First of all, uh, there is a hotline that you can actually go to. And the hotline is domestic violence. And the phone number is one 800 799-7233. And that's, you know, if you really need to push you again, that phone number is 1-800-799-7233. Maybe you're out of that comp your situation or you need help navigating. You're looking for a coach. You're looking for someone to talk to. I am available. I know Coach Veronica always puts herself out there to everyone. So, you know, tap into us, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, or whatever. I have two other people coming through up next. Because you recall, I said we might start a little heavy, but we're going to uplift you, uplift you. I'm going to start by first bringing up Renee, who just supports us in all sorts of ways. And I would love to know her thoughts on the topic briefly. And then uh, we have an amazing special guest. Before I get to this special guest, I want to share with you a commercial from, oop, 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 oop. I'm making a mistake here. Hold on, hold on. I want to bring a commercial from our special guest because that's what we do here. We uplift other people. So here we go. In the ever-changing digital landscape, the right tools can propel your business to new heights. Feeling overwhelmed, juggling multiple software platforms, spending precious time switching between systems? It's time to simplify, time to consolidate, time to sparkle. Introducing the Kingdom Sparkle Agency, your comprehensive solution for all your business system needs. From social media scheduling to invoicing, from building funnels to crafting landing pages, from managing membership subscriptions to creating courses, from harnessing the power of SMS marketing to setting up sophisticated automations, all integrated into one easy-to-use platform. Our mission? To help the businesses save time, enhance efficiency, and yes, add a dash of sparkle. Plus, our robust data analytics provide deep insights into your business performance, guiding your path to success. So why juggle when you can sparkle? Kingdom Sparkle Agency. Schedule your demo today. Hey, you heard it right. Schedule your demo today. I'm so grateful to have Angeline in the KSA system. That is how I am able to reach people. That's how I'm able to stay organized with my business. As I mentioned earlier, God has given me a gift to transform the world and I can't do it by myself. So being a part of these systems, I'm able to automate my promotions, my emails, my, my posts on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff combined. So if you're interested, tap into that. I'm going to bring Veronica back. Boom. I'm going to bring Renee in. Boom. Renee, what are you thinking about this topic? I know it's a little heavy. Have you heard of these statistics? What are your thoughts and comments? It is indeed a little heavy. However, I want people to know, as you said, that you don't have to get stuck there. There is beauty and life on the other end. And that's one of the things that your life coaching program has done for me, because the physical abuse leads to emotional abuse. 
right? You can't help but have that affect your outlook and your thinking and what have you. And also, as you were talking earlier, I was making some notes about other forms of abuse that I can personally relate to. Threats, intimidation, gaslighting, using your children against you, privilege and economic abuse. So all of those things should be recognized and addressed you know, to be able to get to the other side. Don't deny them, work through them. Thank you so much, Renee. And that just adds on because some people think, oh, well, if I didn't get, if you didn't get beaten or if you didn't get hit, then you weren't abused. But I love how you said the gaslighting. I don't know about for you, but that just really triggers me. You can't see your children. And women do this a lot to men and I hate it. All right, well, you can't see your kids if you don't pay me money. Well, that's abuse right there. So we like to give you tools, right, to take you to the next level, to push through this pain. And we have a special guest today. I didn't even know she was certified in this. I'm sure we've all heard of laughter yoga, maybe. <laughs> we're not doing laughter yoga today, but today we're going to do something called tapping. And I experienced tapping about six or five years ago when I went on a retreat. It was called Circle of Mothers. Trayvon Martin's mother, Sabrina Fulton, every Mother's Day, she has an event for mothers who have lost her child. It's a very secluded, very private event. And Leilani, if any, Veronica, Renee, can you know her name? She's a talk show host, Leil, ugh, forgive me for not remembering her name. But anyway, if you remember, just shout it out on top of me. Uh, she did an event, she did a segment for us at this event, and she did tapping for us. And she actually brought us back to the moment where the mother had lost her child. And she said, on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling at that moment? For example, when you heard it, and a lot of moms, you just heard a lot of crying, crying, crying. Everyone's crying and screaming. And then she came in and she did her thing. And then she said, how do you feel? So pretty much she was teaching us how to push through that pain. So I'm happy to say, ladies, make some noise. Give it up. Woo, woo, woo. Angeline. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. So we're going to back out so you can tell us a little bit about tapping. And then when you're ready for us, we're going to come back. Sound like a plan? Yeah, sounds great. I want us to see your beautiful face, see all the things, and <laughs> we will be. All right. So what is tapping? Uh, it's, it's, it's EMT. It's a emotional freedom technique. And it's a technique that allows us to really change dysfunctional beliefs and emotions on a subconscious level. It involves making a statement while you're tapping through different points along the meridian system. It's a healing tool. So it's a modality that's meant to treat emotional, physical, and performance issues. Now, when there is disruption in your energy, the system of your body, you know, you're likely to suffer from negative emotions. Likewise, when you experience a negative emotion, it leads to energy changes. And this is why when you're upset, you feel sluggish and all kinds of other negative emotions come into play. EFT works by tapping away these negative energy blockages and disturbances. It's thereby helps you restore your energy flow in its natural balanced state, which makes it ideal for overall health and well-being. And what it does is a combination of mind-body medicine and acupuncture, and it borrows much of, much of its healing processes from the meridian system the Chinese developed thousands of years ago. And so there's different meridian posts, um, points on your face. So if you've heard of acupuncture, that's the same concept that it uses, but then you tap into it. So how does it work? The basic tapping techniques requires you to focus on negative emotions at hand, a fear, a worry, a bad memory, an unresolved problem, or anything that's bothering you while maintaining your mental focus on this issue. And you use your fingertips to tap five to 10 times on a specific, um, there's nine different meridian points of the body that you do um, the different tapping in. You first start with a, a um, 
uh, a karate chop on your hand, and then you go throughout your face, your eyebrow, the side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, your chin, your collarbone, under the arm, and on top of the head. And tapping on these meridian endpoints while verbally or mentally addressing the root cause of the distress sends a calming signal from the body to the brain, allowing you to feel relaxed and in control. And through tapping, we're able to calm your nervous system, rewire the brain, and respond in healthier ways and restore the body's balance of energy. So the different benefits of tapping, it regulates the nervous system, which strengthens your immune system, it calms your brain and boosts brain power, and it eliminates the different stress and anxiety that you can go through. So because when you think about it and you think about where where um, EFT tapping actually came from, it it's I said that it changes the dysfunctional beliefs and emotions on a subconscious level, and it involves making a statement while tapping in the different meridian points, but it all stems from our beliefs, and we release unproductive um, memories, emotions, beliefs that cause blockages, and when you think about a belief, a belief is a mental acceptance of and a conviction and truth actuality or invalid or volatility of something, right? It is what we believe to be true, whether it's the truth or not. And a belief is a thought that influences the energy at all times. When we think of a dysfunctional belief, that is a belief that takes us away from peace, love, joy, stability, acceptance, and harmony. And it causes us to feel stressed, fearful, and anxious, and or insecure, right? And then when we think of the two parts of our mind, the conscious mind. The conscious mind is a part of us that thinks, passes judgments, makes decisions, remembers, analyzes, has desires, and communicates with others. And it is responsible for logic and reasoning, understanding, and comprehension, right? And the conscious mind determines our actions, feelings, thoughts, judgments, and decisions based on our beliefs. The subconscious mind, however, is the part of a mind responsible for all our involuntary actions, like our heartbeat and our breathing rate. It does not evaluate or make decisions or pass judgment. It just is. And it does not determine if something is right or wrong. And the subconscious mind is like the software on a computer. On a computer keyboard, if we press the key for the letter A, we will see the letter A on the screen, even though we may have wanted to see the letter T. So just as a computer can only do what it's been programmed to do, we can only do what we are programmed to do. And our programming is determined by our beliefs. And beliefs and memories are stored in our subconscious. So there are three rules to the subconscious mind. And the three rules are, one, they're personal. It only understands I, me, myself. So first person. Two, positive. The subconscious does not hear the word no. So when you say I'm not going to eat that piece of cake. The subconscious mind actually hears, yum, cake. I'm going to take a piece of that cake. And three, it's present time. Time does not exist for the subconscious. The only time that it knows is the now, the present time. So I'm going to start. So if you say, I'm going to start my diet tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. Thus, the, never, the diet never starts. So when beliefs precede all of our thoughts, feelings, decisions, choices, actions, reactions, and experiences, our beliefs and memories are stored in our conscious, in our subconscious mind. And if we want to make changes in our life, we have to change the programming and the dysfunctional beliefs in the subconscious. So again, the three rules of subconscious mind is personal, positive, and present time. And with EFD tapping, um, it works because one, you do acceptance in it. Um, there is a, the last part of tapping statement. We say, I totally and completely accept myself. And accept us brings us to the present time, which is one of the rules that we set in the subconscious. And we can only heal if we are in the present time. Two, how does it work, EFT working? It addresses the current dysfunctional beliefs on our, on our subconscious level. So when, to make changes in our lives, we have to change the dysfunctional beliefs on our subconscious level. And the middle part of the tapping statements are the instructions for the tapping. So to make the changes in our lives, we can only care about what the subconscious hears. Three, it's a pattern interrupt. 
dysfunctional memories and our beliefs block energy from flowing freely along the meridians. And tapping is a pattern interruption that disrupts the flow of energy. And once the energy is able to flow freely, our body's infinite wisdom can then come forth for healing. So we do that on one side. And so the fourth benefit of it, it, it misdirects, right? Once the role of our physical body, um, sorry, one of the roles of our physical body is to protect us, right? So with um, like, if you think about it, when your hand gets too close to a flame, our body automatically pulls our hand back for safety, right? So an EFT tapping statement that agrees with the current belief is more effective. And then the physical body is less likely to sabotage the tapping if it agrees with the current belief. So for instance, if you use the EFT statement of I fear change, this statement appeases the physical body because it agrees with that current statement and the tapping disrupts the energy flow so our truth can come forth because our body will always gravitate to health, wealth, and well-being when it conditions allow it to. So EFT tapping helps weeds through the garden so that we can blossom and bloom more easily and effortlessly and the weeds are the dysfunctional beliefs and emotions that happen. Um, so when it comes to that, we, okay. <laughs> that was funny, girl. I had to take yeah. it for a second. Because That's a lot. I was going to, I was going to pause because I can go more into it. <laughs> like I said, it seems like every topic that we do, it can go on and on and on. And, and I, so I remember that actually Renee helped me out. Ayanla Van Zant. That is the woman who did the demonstration for us. And you really explained it in detail. Like I didn't even know all the stuff you just said, even though I experienced this. So thank you so much for that understanding. And I don't want to forget her. Ayanla Van Yant, Van Zant is an American inspirational speaker and lawyer, new thought spiritual. She's a teacher, author, life coach, and television personality. She's primarily known for her books and her TV show was Ayanla Fox My Life. That's the woman who actually did it for me. Angeline, would you be able to bring us through? Are they called sessions? Like, how does that, what do they call them when they do this EFT it's tab? A session? Yeah. So you go through an EFT session. Um, do you mind if I share my screen real quick? Share your screen. I'm sure you know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me see if I can even get this. Angeline is just amazing. If you are liking what you're hearing so far, share it out. Tell someone because this is life-changing things that just make you great. It makes you amazing. I didn't even know you knew this, girl. I uh, know. I have a box full of uh, things that you don't know about me yet. <laughs> and it's fixed it's my, one of my It's one of my favorite modalities, honestly, and it's an underused one. It's so simple because you can do it anywhere. You, you do, it? do it? Um, yeah, I do it when I even teach my kids that there's even a book, like a children's book. I should have had it ready to show you. Um, so my kids think it's crazy, but you can literally do it anywhere and you don't need anything. You just kind of go through the different steps. So the first step, um, why? Okay, there we go. I put it up, but I don't see it. I don't see it either. It's a great little chart she has here, guys. Um, I'm not sure why it's not showing. <laughs> okay. So um, I wanted to just show a, a graphic of the different meridian points and um, the chart. So when you first start a session, you rate your emotion. Like you, you pick what you want to talk about. We kind of, I kind of ask my clients what you want to um, address or what you're feeling at the moment. And um, let me see if I can share it a different way. Hold on. <clears throat> And then hopefully, guys, she'll be able to do a session with us live. Yeah. That's a cute little chart, by the way. And I saw them teaching yeah. this exercise to kids. While she's getting that, I made a mistake, guys. What I can say, this is live. This is live, all right? Fix my I don't see anything here. See, is that it? Nope, it's totally blank on this end. But I guess you can explain what I just talked about. All right, so... Um, the what it just really shows is that there's a rating that you rate yourself on what you want to kind of address your emotional your your different emotional things and it can be anything negative that you want to talk about so if you want to do a live session we can definitely do one tina what would you like to address today i know that you have a heavy topic of domestic violence so yeah. renee or tina 
um, what feeling when it comes to domestic violence. I haven't. Um, so when it comes to domestic violence, for me, um, it was more when I've experienced it, it was more of a verbal abuse that um, and so that always tapped into my self-worth. Right. Um, so what was it? What do you have that you would like to tap into? So I didn't, I guess the topic that I just spoke about earlier, um, almost death, uh, but do we have to share them or is it like, because so, I want people who are watching to do the same thing as well. So maybe we can make it. So first of all, you have to, um, I wish I could share my screen, but the first of all, you have to um, rate your intensity of whatever you're feeling from a scale of one to 10, and then you tap through. And if you still feel that very, very high intensity of whatever you're feeling, um, you continue to tap until it gets lower. So a zero, you're trying to get to zero or even a two or a one when it comes to that emotion that you're feeling and it's a negative emotion. And so you're rating your intensity of it at that point, um, before you begin. So we talk about, um, whatever it is. And then you go through a statement. Hold on, hold on, hold on a quick second. So for those of us that are watching, today's topic is domestic violence. I'm not going to tap into that emotion because it's not that heavy for me. So if you're watching this, whatever that one emotion is that you're feeling, let's think about that right now. I'm thinking about my sunny boy because that takes me kind of heavy. Back to you, Angeline. Yeah. So when you, you have to think of, notice what you're experiencing, um, and the rate of intensity on it. And you kind of, you start the session by picking that emotion, right? So when I think of when I had my own domestic violence of the, of the verbal abuse, right? That intensity for me was at an eight, like that memory for me brings up an eight and that's pretty high on the intensity scale, right? Um, so I think about that and I want to tap through it. And so we're going to start by breathing in breathing out and then you start by a setup statement is what they call it and you start by doing a karate start um the, they call it the karate chop so on your hand on the very left side you just take your right hand you just tap right here does it matter which finger nope it doesn't matter just the tips of your fingers and um you just tap on your hand and it doesn't uh so whatever feels comfortable with you and we're only going to tap on one side because that's what the inner option of your body energy is as well so when you're tapping on your right hand we're going to start with this um it's a setup statement so even though i and then you whatever you're feeling and then you're going to say, I totally, completely and accept myself. So for this negative emotion of verbal abuse, um, what it made me feel at the negative emotion that I want to address today is I am not enough. Right. But you have to say it out loud. Sometimes people can't say it out loud, um, but that the, the being able to say it out loud helps. Right. So even though I feel I'm not enough, I totally and completely accept myself. And we say it three times, even though I don't feel enough, even though I feel sad, I totally and completely accept myself. I totally and completely accept myself. Even though I don't feel enough, I don't feel enough, I totally and completely accept myself. I totally and completely accept myself. And then we just then when it goes through the meridian statements or the meridian um, points, you start tapping on the different areas. And the very first one, um, you tap about five to 10 times and you say a different statement or you can say the same, right? Um, mm -hmm. Just so that you can get through it. And so you start by the inner edge of your eyebrow, just above your eye. So right here. And you just do one side at a time when you're tapping. Some people do two. So I see, Tina, that you're doing two. But the interruption of your body flow, you should really just focus on one side at a time. And then you can tap the other side if you want. So then we're just going to use the same statement. And you just say, I don't feel enough. I don't feel enough. When he verbally abuses me, when he verbally it makes me feel small. Make me feel small. 
And then we move to the side, the temple, just outside of the eye. I feel small. I feel like I have to not speak up how I really feel. I feel like I have to speak up for how. And you just kind of talk through all the negative emotions that make you when you think about this negative feeling. And then you move to just below the eye, under the cheekbone. I have my glasses on, so it's kind of hard. But you go under the eyes, the third meridian point, and you just keep going. I don't feel enough. I don't feel enough. I feel like I have to hide my voice. I feel like I have to hide my voice. I feel like everyone else is better than me. I feel like everyone else is better than me. The fourth meridian point is under the nose. My voice is not enough. My voice is not enough. My voice doesn't matter. My voice doesn't matter. Because whatever I say, it's not heard. It's not heard. The fifth meridian point is under your chin. So under your lips, but your chin. Not under your chin, but your chin. (laughs) I feel not enough. I feel not enough. Anytime I speak up, I am unheard. Anytime I speak up, I am unheard. I'm not enough. The sixth is under the knob of your collarbone. Mm -hmm. So you just tap on your collarbone here. I'm not enough. Not enough. What I say doesn't matter. What I say doesn't matter. Then you're going to go under your armpit. So I always, for ladies, we're all ladies here, but I know that there's men that watching too. You think of where your bra strap is under your arm. And you just tap that and you just continue to say whatever negative emotion that comes up. Not enough. My words don't matter. And then the last meridian point is the top of your head. I'm not enough. Not enough. I need to stay small. I need to stay small. And then you just keep going. At the end of it, when you go through each meridian point, you just take a deep breath. And you let out. When you rate yourself again from a one to 10 on your intensity, and if you still feel like it's high, usually if it's above a five, you still keep going until at least can, can come down to a three. Um, if you're feeling like there's different techniques that you can keep going, like if you're feeling like the EFT isn't working, um, but with that then you move to statements that are positive right usually i usually end the session with moving to i am enough i am a success i've when my words matter because i've impacted so many people's lives so it changes your it shifts your voice because when you're saying i'm not enough your your subconscious is already think not hearing the not right so then you drop the not and you continue to it. But what I love about EFT tapping is that it addresses the negative. It allows you to work through it. It allows you to accept it and say, even though I feel all this heartbreak and loss, and even though I feel not enough because of this trauma that I'm going through, I completely accept myself. I completely love and accept myself. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it is that it still addresses it. It it because when you start saying what I learned with affirmations especially because the mo- two most powerful words in the English language are I am and anything that you say after I am. Yeah. But if you start trying to use affirmations when I first started affirmations I'm like this is stupid. I don't, I don't feel like I'm lying to myself. I feel like a fake, right? Like you heard the whole, 
fake it till you make it thing. And I hate that saying because I always say, faith it until you make it, right? So when you do EFT tapping, it allows you to say stuff that your, your truth, because this is about you and your truth. It's no one else's truth. It's your truth in your mind. It allows you to address that and say it out loud. So then your, your subconscious isn't trying to protect you and block you. Because when you say stuff that, that is negative um, and what you're feeling and you try to say the opposite and you don't address those feelings, your brain's like, nope, I'm going to shut down. I'm going to put it away. You're going to, your walls start coming up and you get defensive. You get angry. You get, you start getting sad. You start going into a depression. I, I battle depression all the time, like daily. It's one of my challenges I go through. So being able to address it and then release it out loud, even if you're like in a space. And sometimes when I used to go into the office, I would do it. And then I would just like quietly whisper it to myself. And people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. I just need to like reset my meridian energy. And they're like, what? <laughs> I love it. And then talk to us really quick about now, how did you get into this? Because I've known you for the laughter yoga. And I told you guys at the beginning of this session, it might get heavy, but we're going to leave you uplifted. And I never, I thought I knew everything about you, Angeline. <laughs> <laughs> tapping, I, I, not. I think I definitely so know. I certified. When I, when I started going down the whole self development journey for myself, and um, no matter what anybody says about MLM and multi market and um, level marketing, and you know network marketing, it is a powerful way to start your entrepreneur journey if you've ever decided to start a business. One, you don't have the cost of all the overhead, right? To start everything, you could just start one. Buy a kit and you're boom, you're a business owner. You know I, mean? I got business. So, <laughs> boom, you're a business owner. So, but what it did also is that you have to start self-development. And that's where it opened the eye, my eyes of really reflecting in and loving myself. And that kind of it was like a domino effect. And then once I started loving myself, I found life coaching and how importance of having a coach in your life is is and investing in yourself to really move forward like Tony Robbins or you know stars Tina having somebody in your life to help guide you and see things on a different level to really pull out all the greatness and the sparkle that you have inside you to shine more and then so then um when I invested in myself um and I got into coaching and I I um got certified as a life a transformational life coach and so with Kayla Craft, she had a mommy millionaire life coaching. And one of the modalities in it was tapping. And I was like, wow. So not only because I actually do a whole presentation where you tap into laughter and I blend the EFT tapping and laughter yoga together. You know me, I blend the craziest things together and make it work, right? Business and faith. What? What is that? <laughs> you know? So it's so I I just feel like once you release that, then you release the joy and you tap into the laughter. It um that's kind of how I found my the two because there's so many different ways to heal, guys. There's so many different modalities out there that will help you. Um, but I chose EFT tapping as one of the modalities to help me heal and what I love to share with others because it does something that some of the modalities don't. Like therapy is great, right? But this is like a an easy way, and it was easy for me to also tell my kids, and my kids still kind of think like. Why am I going to tap my boys? They're just like, they don't understand it. My youngest is like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but it's so simple and an easy way to express yourself. Um, reframe your brain and your subconscious in a way that you can address it and then still heal. And, and then the affirmations work. Then your subconscious is like, oh, wow, I am enough. I get it. I get My it. My voice does matter, you know. I love it. And I have a lot of clients when they start, they're like, you know, the I am statements, they don't get it. And then after a while, they do. And then I have people who don't believe in vision boards or affirmations. And probably because they don't do the work to face the pain. Can you right. close this out with a little laughter yoga? If you guys <laughs> heard, I never heard, I thought she made it up, to be honest. I'm like, she just wants to be cool. You know, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And sometimes in life, I find people put down other people if they've never heard of it. 
you know? So laughter yoga, if you've heard of this, shout out to Lindor, <laughs> but give, give us a laughter yoga moment out of here. I honestly thought it was fake too. I was like, there is no way this is real. You guys can YouTube it. There are so many videos out there. There are thousands of laughter yoga clubs around the world. It started back in 1995 with one doctor, five of his friends and his wife in Mumbai, India, Dr. Um, Madan Kataria. He is amazing. And he, yeah, I'm a certified laughter yoga leader. So to cut it off, my favorite laughter exercise is the breathing one. And I tell Tina to do it all the time, especially when I'm in the moment. I have to do it myself. And um, you just literally pause whatever the emotion is in the middle of your stress, you pause and you take a deep breath in and then you laugh it out. <laughs> <laughs> and you breathe in and you laugh it out. <laughs> Angelique, I'm going to get you a part in a movie because you have like, you can do that wicked witch laugh or like, <laughs> all different types of laughter. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to thank you for coming through, Angeline Moore, Renee, always for being here. Veronica, this is the Mind, Body, and Soul Awakening Show. We are here, depending on where you're watching us or listening to us, uh, every week. And I'm just so excited. This week we were talking about domestic violence. Angeline came in with her specialty of EFT tapping, closed it out with a little laughter yoga, and we will see you next week. So thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies. We are out of here. Give yourselves a round of applause. Hey! Ooh, ooh, ooh. I thought I pressed play. I don't hear it. There's supposed to be music right now. <laughs> Why is the music playing? Why is the music playing? You can sing it. We can sing it if you want. You are Superstar. You're a superstar. Superstar. Superstar.